followers of Jesus, they're, they're, we need to expect something strikingly different about all followers of Jesus. Is that not correct? And how many of us, when we came to know Christ, I know it's just for me, I'm speaking you know, for some of the moms, that, that the way the Lord really captivated my imagination as a young person was, was through the, the training of, of, of thinking about God into my life that though they were perpendicular for me or it, it sang me through of something about Jesus that just reminded me, made real to me of what I was hearing. Yeah, that's a that's like a foretaste of, of what is to come. If you've had a great experience with somebody that God used in your life, if you can celebrate your life, our, our wonderful speaker in there will talk about that, I'm proud of her. She will be a classic example of that. But there's even another one. And she herself would have said about the experience God used in her. She had different opinions. It's a part of a, you might call it the chain reaction of, 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 of spiritual awakening. That God uses people, imperfect, yes, but he uses people to show forth some stuff in his character. And we're touched by it. And we're inspired by it. But it is also what I'm, I'm touching on here for a moment. The opposite is true, that there are people that we look at and we say, this doesn't match what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And that becomes oftentimes a, a kind of a stumbling block for us. So I want to ask you to delve right back into the first chapter of John, verse 13, which just kind of puts a rim at the top that we'll address in a moment. But think about these, this verse here highlighted, first of all, on the screen, that you must be born again. That you must be born again. Say it aloud with me again. You must be born again. Now that's just a that's just a commitment. That's positive. It takes even such perplexity or
done by man, but done eternally by the washing of the water of the Word of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. The big why, 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 why do I do this? Well, there's a particular formula that Paulus has for this. I think it's just given in early chapter 6 and in the first chapter of the Bible, but one way to say it. The book of Romans chapter 8 is the way that we say so it should be um, understood. And Romans says, notice that God contrasts in Romans chapter 8 something that we can all appreciate that in his plan for human salvation by the working of the Holy Spirit, God has a plan for life
by the incomparable beauty of the Word of God, and live a life representing the truth. This is the gospel. It's the reality of heaven reflected in earth-like experience that we all find so inadequate and disruptive. Which brings us to that other statement of why Jesus said to Nicodemus, Can you, why be you born again? Why do you need to must to be born again if you want to enter heaven's kingdom? Verse 6, he said, Not only, not only do you need to be born like me, born like me, born like me, but to be born again, you're going to enter the kingdom of God. And then Jesus continues, he says, Unless a person of water and spirit, he cannot see